You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hey there. So nice to uh, have you back in the saddle. We had like we were going to have one week off, and then it kind of became two weeks off. Yes, because well, you know, it's holidays. It's lazy. I've been having a crazy couple of weeks at the studio, and you know what? My my honest feeling is we do this for free, so everybody can just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a free service. I don't think that the uh, I don't think the audience really appreciates that attitude, Gary. I don't. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't know these people anything. Quit trying to take uh, all I the. Think... Quit trying to take from me. Stop taking. I... Yeah, I think they, I think they feel I think they feel you do owe them something. I had uh, <laughs> Natalie Kane today was like I'm going jogging and I don't have anything to listen to. Hint hint. Uh, well, you I, know she could also get on iTunes and download some music to jog to or one of the other billion podcasts that exist. Do we want to push her away from the show? No, no, no. <laughs> no. She, We're she, sorry. We're sorry. We apologize, and we will certainly try to get the, our our show out in a more timely manner for you, our valued listener. Sorry, Natalie. We know that you're our number one fan, except for Jim. So that's you have uh, you have been very busy. Uh, I mean, every time I, I mean, like off the planet, busy for like the last week and a half. Yeah, well, you know, down here in Florida, uh, when uh, the time of year January, February, March, when photographers up north are crazy dead because nobody wants to do weddings or photos in the snow as much as they do, you know, in the foliage and the beach and things. We actually in Orlando specifically, and I'm sure Tampa too. We have a convention season which is when all those companies up north when everything slows down they'll come and they'll rent out like you know the convention center all these different hotels we have huge convention business here and that's when i get busy that's when i do the most headshots that's when i do the most event photography it's because a big company comes down and then they hire photographers for everything so i'm booked like at this point you know it's the beginning of february and i'm booking march now like february's done because we're just, this is our busy time of year. There's no getting around it. During this July and August, when other photographers in other parts of the country are crushing it, we're we're dead, you know. But I'm slammed this time of year. So I haven't been, I've been all over the place. And there was also Imaging USA where we were at. And I just got back from Photo Pro Expo because all of the photography conventions happen when everybody else is slow too. And so I'm going speaking of photography conventions. And in the middle of every convention, every day is booked. So it's been, we called it Hell Week, but it was actually more like 11 days between two events. And, uh, it was uh, shoots, commercial shoots, headshots. I did two different uh, events, uh, a shoot for the Department of Defense, like a whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff. And I haven't had like a day. Like this morning I got up and I, I got to sleep in. I got up at 8 and then I got up and I made <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got up and I it's made sleeping breakfast. in. Getting up at 8 is sleeping in? <laughs> well, it is for me because every day all these shoots I've been getting up before sunrise and leaving the house at like 6 o'clock in the morning for all these sh- the, the, the shoots every day. Um, so, you know, it's, it was really nice. I got up, I made breakfast, I, I played with my daughter, and then I, I left the house. I didn't get to the studio till 10. It was like, it was, I was living in the lap of luxury, high on the hog. <laughs> <laughs> I had a headshot uh, last week, and she said, uh, I need, it was in Orlando. She called me from Orlando, but the headshot was in Tampa. And she said, I need you to go and shoot them at the, at the building there, and they want it to be environmental, you know, like outside. So I go, and it's the windiest day. I've never seen wind like this, and it's like 40 degrees. And so I get there, and they're in the lobby, and I walk in. I'm like, hey, guys, get ready to do this. I'm standing there with my light my camera, and I'm sure this has happened to you. Here comes the building manager. Here yeah. comes the building manager. Happens Hi, every uh, time. What, 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 are you doing? what are you doing here? What do you, what do you got there? What, what, what are you doing? 
I'm like, oh, I'm just taking a couple of quick headshots is all. Oh, well, I'm afraid you're going to need permission for that. You're going to have to contact the home office in uh, Ogden, Utah, and uh, fill that out certificate <laughs> in order to uh, get permission to, to shoot on property. I said, it's a headshot. It's going to be blurry greenery behind him. It's not anything, you know. I'm sorry. That, that's the rule. Yeah, happens to be goes, all the time. Yeah, and the guy goes, well, can we shoot in our offices? And she goes, yeah. And he's like, all right, well, can we do it up there? He looks at me. Can we do it up there? I said, yeah, we can do it up there. He's like, okay. So we go up there. But you just, you just, you know, because you wouldn't, you got to be nice, right? You're like, okay, sure. But what you want, you want to be like, you know, I can go across the street to the park and shoot the entire build, your entire building in my background. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it, right? You know, that's totally legal. And there's nothing I can do about that. And all you're doing is annoying your client, your, you know, your, your person who pays you rent by not letting me walk out here and take a picture of them in front of the friggin' ficus. Do you know whose fault this is? Do you know whose fault this is? Uh, It's got to be Obama. ISIS. It's, <laughs> it's ISIS. It's ISIS. The, ISIS terrorist, the terrorists did this to us. No, in reality, I think maybe photographers have ruined it. How many times have you been like downtown or out and about and you see just a photographer overreaching or just shooting somewhere? or just I see them all over the place. Every place that's good to shoot, whenever I go by not shooting there, I always see a photographer. And this is when we look at them, when we judge like how they're holding their camera to make sure they're not doing anything wrong. Right. Like, right. What, equi- what equipment are they using or whatever. That guy's but, a hack. That that guy's not a hack. That guy's a hack. That guy's not a hack. Well, oh, you know, I didn't tell you. Go ahead. Well, what in the uh, in the wedding industry is like we talk about how it's like a couple of photographers ruined wedding ceremonies in churches for every other photographer. Yes. They get like right up on the altar and like shooting the vows and everything. And then the, all, every co- collectively, every clergy person in, in the world just goes, no more. No photographers on the altar. Ruined right. it for us. Right. Yeah. And this is, I, I guess it's the same thing in that respect. I guess somebody has ruined it for us with i don't know we're doing a vogue shoot and bringing in scrims and uh dolly trucks to <laughs> and we're gonna put them in the middle of your smoking area <laughs> yeah if, if we ever now we that's one of those every time you do something like that you every time something goes wrong on a shoot you learn something and so what we do is if i've got a shoot my client wants to shoot around the building where they lease space we always contact building security and get in touch with management and make sure we have permission to do so i oh, see and, that's the difference between you and me is i don't do that they just call yeah. me and say would you come shoot me and i go sure because yeah. you know because because guess what i would have rather shot in the offices anyway <laughs> so it worked out for me in the end 40, 40 degrees you know, and gale force yeah. winds yeah yeah i would have preferred to shoot in the offices anyway it would have been my first choice but you know they were the ones who wanted the outside so it's not on me you know yeah, sorry okay why don't we do it that way hey, i didn't take by the way the latest i this I, this house that we bought is jinxed i'm convinced because you know we went through months trying to get the cable to work and everything right it, it was an epic saga yeah Yes, it's not finished, my friend. Because you know we've been trying for six months to get reclaimed water. For those of you who don't know, in Florida, you can if you've got the if you've got it in your neighborhood, you can get reclaimed water, which means your sprinkler system gets hooked up to a different type of water system that isn't processed. And instead of paying, and here this will shock you, here you can easily pay two hundred dollars a month to water your grass because we have to water year round. Uh, you can pay literally it's ten dollars a month all the water you can use to water your grass. So it's the best thing in the world. So. Getting that done has been six months because they came out to do it and they couldn't find it. So then I had the city come out to tell me where it was and they couldn't find it. So then the city had to come out and reinstall it on my property, which meant they had to literally tear up the sidewalk, rip up a piece of the sidewalk, and then they had to come out and redo it and re-cement, put the cement sidewalk back in. I mean, it's a major thing. Then the guy comes out to run the pipe from the from the thing to my house. He goes under the sidewalk, and in doing that, he cuts the cable wire. So then the cable guy has to come out and rerun the cable wire and dig a trench across my yard in order to relay the cable wire. This is what's been going on for me month after month. My experience, and this has never happened to you, my experience with like my cable company in particular 
it has become so long and so drawn out and so contentious that I now can no longer muster the energy to fight. <laughs> you know, it, they have worn me down to the point where I just pay the bill every month, even though we didn't have cable for four days. Or Bobby's like, you should call them. And I'm like, I just can't. I just don't have the energy to call them and spend 20 minutes on hold to try and get to. I just can't do it anymore. I'm just you. You win, cable company Frontier. You win. I'm going to pay you all this money every month, and you can just screw me every month on something. And I'm just going to take it because I just I'm like a battered wife. I just can't. I can't fight back anymore. Is it you time know? to switch to satellite? Maybe I don't know. But it's just it happened. It's gone on for so long that I can only rail against the machine for so long before I finally have to just give in and go. You know what? This is a fight I can't win. Here, take my money and and please. I hope that I have cable for a while. My my you know? dad one time got so sick of dealing with a cable company at their studio um, that he sw- actually switched over and ran everything through a Verizon hotspot because he hated the cable company so much. <laughs> it's like, yes, I will take half the internet speed and twice the price just to have something that works. Sounds yeah, uh, pretty right? reasonable. You, you, get, yeah. you get to that point and you just can't take it anymore. And But I finally got – it was the other way around. It, when I was getting it installed, I spent so much time on the phone with this one particular uh, – yeah, they kicked me up to a supervisor. And I spent so much time with her and got on a first-name basis with her, with her that she was getting more upset with me. <laughs> she I put you on her, her Christmas card list. Yeah. <laughs> I would call her and say, this is what's going on. And she would just be like, oh, my God. Well, I can't believe you're still having this problem. And I would just laugh because at this point, it was, it was either laugh or just kill somebody. Or, or you know? yourself, which yeah, is, you, you know. just you finally you just go well. The, the, you have to just accept that, that you're incompetent and that you don't care about me as a customer. But unfortunately, I still want Netflix, so yeah. I'm gonna have to just keep, <laughs> have to just keep paying you, paying you for the Netflix. Yeah, if you so get your I, internet yeah. from the cable company too, it's not as if you could just cancel your cable and then keep you know your online streaming services. You just can't do that either because no. those come from the cable company. Right, they've got you, dude. They, they got, got you for a barrel. I'm I, I, I really, really want the day when we have like drones with Wi-Fi for free to everybody or whatever. I'm really looking forward to that day. It's gonna, it's, it's you know, the it's, future. It's coming. It's gonna happen. Well, it's, okay. It's, so listen. Okay, go. We gotta talk about your camera. Oh yeah, we, because I have not, I've not spoken to you since you bought the new 5B Mark IV, and I'm very eager to to hear your impressions of the 5B Mark IV. Yeah. Okay. Um, first of all. The last time I bought a camera was 2012. I got the 5D Mark III. So to, to preface, I got to say, I was in a position where I was needing to buy a new camera anyway. Like, and, my two, and my 5D Mark II I've had since 2007 or 2008. And so I was in a position where it was about time to buy a new camera anyway. And the 5D two moves to the the whatever position they go to when you don't carry them in your bag anymore. <laughs> like this shelf right. position. And Here's what's sad is I have I have my 5D Mark II as a backup in my bag, and I mean, in the time I've had it in there, I've maybe touched it once. <laughs> well, when I'm shooting a wedding, one I'll time, shoot with two know? bodies, and then yeah. with the two, but I'm one of yeah, 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 Oh, so yours too? See, not me. I'm a, I'm a, I swap lenses, so my two just sits there and never gets used. And I'm really looking forward to the day when I go to the four, because then the two will move into my studio and just become my studio camera. Because I, I don't see any reason why you couldn't use a two for a studio camera, even though you have access to a four, unless you were going to tell me that that's not true. No, well, the, uh, the thing is I've actually still been shooting more with my 5D3 because all my jobs I've been shooting are tethered. And, uh, and I didn't realize that one of the things that – we'll start with something I don't like about the 5D Mark IV is they switch the tether from a mini USB to a USB-C connector, which is basically 
who cares? It's whatever. It's it's more in line with USB three cables and stuff. But I didn't own a USB C tether cable, and so I get to the job. I'm all excited to hook up my five D Mark IV and start shooting with it and see the results popping onto the screen. I'm like, well, crap. I don't have the right no. cord. <laughs> so, well, can't you? How, what's the cord going to cost you? Oh, that's the thing. It doesn't. It's I mean, twenty bucks or thirty bucks. But like the thing is, I needed it right this second, and so you know, I didn't have time to wait for Amazon to come with it. And then you got to test it. So I've just been shooting my tether jobs with the three. I've been shooting stuff in the studio with the four. Which brings me to the thing I like. It's got the the built-in Wi-Fi is a lot cooler than I thought it would be. It's not exact. It doesn't replace tethering when you're shooting to an iPad or a phone. But what's really, really cool with it is that um, it doesn't actually send the photos to the iPad or to your phone. It uses that I- that Wi-Fi connection to actually sort of live stream previews. So if you go shoot a job that's like 16 gigs, 32 gigs, you're shooting all day commercial shoot. It's not. It hasn't filled up your iPad or your tablet with a bunch of photos. You can view them on the camera. As long as the camera is turned on and Wi-Fi is active, you can view them using the tablet and even download them to the tablet. But it's not actually sending the whole files over to the tablet. And so, so it's it like a remote. It's like a remote connection. Like you, you're just using your tablet to see into your phone. Right. You're just streaming. I mean, into your camera. Yeah. You're streaming previews of what's on the card, which gives you a couple of advantages. One, you're not filling up your iPad or tablet. And if you have an iPad, you know how difficult it is to get photos off that thing once you put them on um two is that you can actually using the canon connect software you can actually rate the pictures with stars as if you were in bridge or in lightroom and it rates them on the camera so like you can have your client standing there boom star like that one boom star like that one and when you load them onto the computer you've already got all their selections which is pretty cool so those um, stars will those stars will show up in bridge or lightroom that's correct yeah which is pretty cool and uh yeah, and if in using conjunction, conjunction with something like Lightroom Mobile, you can download them off the tablet and um, onto your mobile device. And I've done that um, a couple of times. Been shooting like from a wedding, I'll take a cool shot and I'll put it straight onto my phone, and then put that up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And that's a really cool thing. I know with some of the smaller mirrorless cameras and stuff, that functionality's been there for a while. But to have it on my DSLR is pretty cool. I know that some of the Nikon's and Canons already had that, but with this five series, it's the first one. But um, I've really been enjoying that, and the, but the there are a couple of things. It's mostly – it's a very um, – doesn't seem at first like a huge upgrade because it's the same size. The buttons aren't moved around. There's not a whole lot fancy new on the outside. But the touch screen is actually pretty useful to be able to swipe through images, um, and that's pretty neat. Oh, okay, some... so, so just like a phone, you can just swipe on the back of the camera through that's the images? That's right, yes. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I know nothing about the Mark IV. I haven't really looked into it too much because I just kind of looked at a few reviews, and they were all like, eh, you know, if you've got the three, and so I didn't bother. Because I, I didn't want to look at it too much because then I might want it or when I really don't need it. <laughs> well, well, there are a couple of things that are really notable. I, in, my, in my experimentation, you get two extremely usable stops of ISO Extra that you could actually use. So you could shoot it like ISO 12,800, and it would look like 3,200 does on the three. Wow. And See, that's that huge. right there is enough for me with weddings. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the noise is way better, two stops better, and the dynamic range is better which is kind of interesting. Like, you can actually get more shadow detail. I'm pushing the shadows a lot less in post, so it's not something I think that Canon is even talking about, but I have noticed the dynamic range is better. Um, focusing is a little faster, 
And the other thing is if you're a wedding shooter, the, the dual pixel autofocus, which is some technology that's way beyond me, <laughs> I don't understand, it only works with live view. Now that at first seems like, wow, that's crazy, but if you put the camera in live view to do photos, let's say you're at a wedding, you can hold it up, you can touch the bride's face if she's on the dance floor, and you can just fire away, and as fast as you can shoot, that camera will keep focusing on her as she moves, and it's pretty incredible. So, Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, that that's is a, cool. That's a pretty neat feature. Like you, there's no like zzz, click, zzz, like click, bam, 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 bam. In every shot, her face will be pretty much perfectly in focus. It doesn't work a hundred percent of shots, but it's like a really, really useful, uh, really, really useful thing. So, than, just so uh, just so we're clear, you you touch her, and then the camera identifies that subject and tracks it. Yeah, it will like you tell okay. it that's what I want, and it'll take the pictures as you go. So it's and it will keep refocusing. And it'll do it extremely fast. It's wow. better. It's better focusing in low light. So, I would say that if you just bought a 5D Mark III, let's say in the last year, I would say you might not get, depending on what you're shooting, a huge amount of additional use out of it. But if you um, have had a 5D two or three for a number of years and you need to upgrade anyway, you're looking to get a new camera regardless, it is a very solid upgrade. It's not going to blow your mind, but it does have some really useful features. Like, I'm not having to hunt around my camera bag for where I left the damn iFi card anymore. <laughs> it's actually really cool. Right. And it can upload directly to an FTP over a network, straight to a computer. It's got a lot of really cool functionality with the Wi-Fi that you might find really, really useful depending on what type of work that you do. Other people are like, nah, I'd never use that. But um, other than that, it's you know that that's sort of what I found so far. I've had it for about two weeks, and I'm and I'm enjoying it. See, I don't know. See, I now that I hear that, you know, especially the two stops of ISO, that makes me think. Well, that's that's a big deal. I, I like to top out at at 32 when I'm shooting a reception, 64 for a few things maybe, but really I don't like you'll, to go higher than 32. And you'll be really to, comfortable at 64, definitely. Wow. Wow. Then, so then the question becomes, if you do that and you go to the four, now does the three become your backup? Or do you just keep the two as your backup and take the three and put it in the studio and have that be your studio camera? Yeah. I was thinking about just be the three, the one I take on location and leave the four in the studio or whatever. But you know what? Any photographer who gets a new camera is not going to not use it. You're just going to take it. Yeah. And you're well, I, use I, it. I hardly ever shoot in studio. Uh, I don't shoot in studio very much. A lot of times it's family or friends. And I would like to have a camera. I would like to, when, I, when that happens, not have to go out to the garage and get my camera out of my bag. Yeah, just I'd leave like one set up. I always had a camera sitting there ready to go. So, you know. But the two, I mean, for studio stuff, the two's fine. You shoot the ISO 100 anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, I would say that's perfect. The, the file size is larger, and the you know the actual resolution of the photos are bigger. And I've been uh, maybe I just have had that three for so long, but you know, it's like when you get new shoes when you're a kid, you think they make you run faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. yeah, you do. You absolutely believe you run so faster. I, so I think when you get a new camera, you're looking for reasons to justify why you just spent thirty five hundred bucks, but. Um, no, I think it's a solid upgrade. I'm enjoying it. What's really cool is with the the Wi-Fi, you can actually control the camera like a cam ranger. You can take pictures from it with a live view, which is really neat. So, like, if you set up your camera on a tripod and you're doing pictures of real estate and you had to set your camera, you know, higher than you could reach just to get the right angle, you can actually control the settings and fire the shutter from your iPad or your phone, which is really, really useful. Mm. Why does it have to be thirty five hundred? Why couldn't it be like a grand or fifty? Because I, I would, I would, I would drop that tomorrow. That would well, be a problem. But thirty five hundred, you could steal one, which would be fine. You know, that's true. 
true. <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it, but you know, again, I think that um, it, to me, like every camera, what they do now is a miracle. Like my the fo- my my stupid iPhone is takes better pic like has higher resolution photos than the first digital camera that I used oh, yeah. when I started shooting professionally. So like, I, I think that between all of the brands, they're all kind of miraculous. But if you like the system and you're bought into it, it's a solid upgrade, and I'm glad I did it. Um, I think that I'm excited to see where they go with it. But you know, like the tech blogs and like photographers or the tech people, nothing is good enough. Like if they put every feature right. you could think of, there'd be some guy in a blog that would go like, "Well, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have TurboTax included. It's a camera. What are you talking about? Like, what's the problem? <laughs> the screen only rotates 137 degrees, and the the, the equivalent Nikon rotates 142 degrees. And you're like, look, seriously, just go kill yourself because you suck. But I guess that's sort of the like the engineer's mindset. If this technology exists, why aren't you putting it in the camera? So I think that's right. where some some people get frustrated because I've heard complaints about the 4K video not being true 4K, and I don't really know anything about that because I don't use it. No. But it it does do 4K if that's your thing. But I like it; it's cool. I'm working it. I'm taking fun pictures with it, and I and I'm glad I upgraded. So that's well, that's the you, report. Don't you think it's a little? Don't you think it's a little? Uh, funny needy presumptuous that we now are at the point where when canon comes out with a camera uh when we judge it and rate it we judge it it needs to be the best camera that they've ever made and by the way it also needs to be one of the best video cameras ever made yeah you know this uh... you know we now expect the camera to be both of these top-notch things as opposed to a great camera that can also shoot video no no it needs to be a great camera and you need to be able to shoot a movie with it yeah <laughs> you know, all in one device otherwise yeah. it's crap yeah well yeah, you, you know joe rogan's bit the comedian joe rogan and who everybody knows from fear factor you know he's sure. got this he's got this bit where he's like uh he goes what what would you think you could do better i was like why don't you make one he goes do you know how this works bangs out of microphone me neither could be could be fairies for all i know it just <laughs> it just right. works so, some smart person made it and put it in my hands and now i know how to use it you know I'm I'm glad I, I like I like the system. The thing is, there's so many different technologies out there, and I know a lot of people are moving to mirrorless stuff. And so, you know, uh, yes, I'd love to have a lighter camera that does it better. But is it is it weird to show up if you were shooting like a mirrorless camera professional, like the Sony A7 right. R2s or whatever, and you show up to a wedding with this tiny little camera? Is there is there any thought to perception of your equipment that would bother you in, in showing up to a job with something like that? That would bother me um, a little bit. I, I'd be a little self-conscious about it. But the other factor about that, because I've been saying, hmm, when, when am I going to jump the, make the jump to mirrorless? So I did a little research on this stuff. The other factor about that that people don't take into account is that when you remove the mirror, the lens now sits closer to the chip. And so as a result, the lenses that you put on a mirrorless camera have to be longer to make up for that. In order huh. for them to be the same true lens that they were before. So a 70 millimeter lens on a mirrorless camera is going to be bigger than a 70 millimeter lens on your regular camera. So you get a smaller body, but the lens gets bigger and takes on more weight. So yeah. you don't save as much as you think you will, I think. And also, a 70 to 200, 200 millimeter lens, you need that to be on a body you can get a, a grip on. Yeah. You know, you, you need, you know what I'm saying? That's a big I lens do. and you can't put that on a small, tiny camera. That's not going to, it's not going to help you. But that, that's the thing is I want a smaller and lighter camera, but as long as the lenses are so damn big, the smaller and lighter body is not really going to help me that much. It doesn't make a difference. I shoot on a tripod 90% of the time anyway, and it's the weight of the camera is inconsequential to me at this point. Right. But if you could give me a tiny camera and a tiny lens, that would be good. Then I'd be totally stoked about it. But I mean, for like a, to, for going on vacation and traveling and you want something that's less weight, 
great. I'm totally fine. I've been looking at mirrorless cameras. I was looking at the new, the Canon's got the M5 that's come out. And it's hard because you go on these tech forums where you go on these reviews for all the different camera and the uh, different camera shops. And any camera you look at, it's going to have all these praises and then just like a, a litany of people just complaining about this, that, sure. or the other, or that one brand is better than the other. It's hard to get your head around it. You just buy something and you try it out. And if it sucks, you take it back. And they, well, <laughs> and they never really suck. I mean, that's the thing. They never no. really suck. I mean, like no. I have a little Fuji X100, right? I love that camera. I especially love that it's all retro, looks like an old Leica or whatever. That's really cool. And um, I love that camera. And then I, I don't know, I posted a picture from Imaging or, or something. I posted a picture of it on the thing. And our, our good friend Jim uh, promptly went on and trashed it on Facebook and said, yeah, I used to have that camera, but I got rid of it uh, because I, I didn't like this, 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 and this. And I like this and my camera better. Uh, and I was like, Okay, but it's still a pretty great camera, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, no matter what you get, they're all pretty great. How good you know, does I mean, it have saying, to be? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he wasn't right that he didn't make a good decision or anything like that. I'm just saying that that you know, like the microphone bit with Joe Rogan, that no matter what you get, it's still you're never you're never so great that you're going to be better than what the camera can give you. Right? I'm sorry, yeah. they're they're, they're I, all they're all too good at this point. When, when I got my first uh, DSLR and I got my first lens, it was like the really cheap Canon 50, like the and uh, and I and I said, okay, Dad, what lens should I get next? And he said, uh, why don't you learn to use that one first? <laughs> That's right, absolutely. Why don't you learn to use that one first? He said, when you I tell can... you what I did, I tell you what I did learn when I was at uh, Imaging USA this year. I didn't take my little camera, my little Fuji, uh, and instead I said, you know, I'm just going to use my cell phone because I have the new Galaxy Eight. Uh, or is it the seven? Yeah, the new Galaxy Seven. Does that one blow but, up? No, I, I had the set. I had the, the Galaxy Note Seven, and that was the uh, one that blew up. And I had to turn that in to get the Galaxy Seven, which, by the way, which I'm not happy with. Don't get me wrong, phenomenal, great phone and camera, but it's not the Note. Which once you get used to having that stylus, you just don't ever. As soon as they come out with the Note Eight, which is supposed to be later this year, I'll be in line to buy it, and I don't care that it's going to cost me a few hundred dollars. Anyway, um. So I took my camera and I took my little loom cube, uh, my little cube that puts out a very bright light, uh, and I used that. And I used my, my, my sorry, my phone and my loom cube for light uh, this year at imaging. I'm not, I'm not going to carry around my little Fuji. I'm just going to use my phone and have this little loom cube in my pocket. Uh, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. So I got some pretty good pictures. Put them on Facebook and everything's good. And then I get home and I download those pictures and I look at them. And suddenly it's like, oh, now that I'm not looking at it on my phone, oh my God, half of them are blurry. Yeah, uh, you know, half of them are they, half of them are this. Half, a lot of them are blurry because you're talking about now using a constant light source, so there's no uh, freezing the, the action, you know. And so when I got back and looked at that, I finally was like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna go back to carrying my little camera with me when I go places because. You just, I, it's, I tried. I did my best. You know, I got a good light and a little camera. I tried, but the bottom line is I'm just not going to get pictures that are as good as if I just carry a, a camera that admittedly is not much bigger than my phone. The phones but, are great, but they're not quite there if you really are, if you want to take serious images that you're going to do something with. Although we do have pictures we've taken with our phones around our house. We actually have printed some stuff up of like Ellie and, and us on trips and things. And, and they're really cool. But yeah, I don't know that I would actually print something up that I had to take in low light or something. I'm sure that it wouldn't yeah. look great. You know, and the thing is, and the, for me, the biggest part, the problem with the phone is that um, the biggest convenience of a phone uh, camera is the selfie. 
it's much easier to take a selfie with your camera with your phone than it is to take one with your camera. Uh, and which is why I wish like this one doesn't have it, but the the little mirrorless cameras for vacation that have the flip up so that you can see and take a selfie. See, that's the bomb. And I really wish my camera had that. Well, I I've selfies. started I've started taking UEs. Do you know what these are? What's a UE? U is where where I, I take my camera and then I take a picture of someone else. It's a really novel idea. Oh, it's, yeah, it's called so you're, a wait, so. You're not so you're not in the pictures. No, no, no. That's 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 the crazy part about it is that I'm photographing someone else without me being in. You, it. Is there a different? Is there a different composition? Or is, I mean, how do you compose without having your you know your head right up in the front like that? I mean, that's it's such a vital part of of composition. How you, do you should try it, man. It's it's freeing. It's like man, it's like running naked through the countryside. It's just liberating, and you don't even have to be in the pictures. You don't have to worry about your hair or make a duck face. You just take a picture of somebody else. It's beautiful. It's the, the possibilities like, are endless. I feel like this is some like hippie Mumford and Sons. I've got a beard kind of shit that you're laying on me, <laughs> and that you know I'm an older guy, and so I really I kind of like to stick with what's tried and true and has been used for years, and 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 that means my face being sixty to seventy percent of the picture, and then maybe one leg of the Eiffel Tower behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. That's, that's the thing they don't tell you about selfies is it's all about that's perspective. That's what I'm going for. Yeah. I, I went all the way to Paris so that I could get a picture of my big dumb face with the Eiffel Tower a centimeter tall in the background. That's, <laughs> exactly. That's what I want. Yeah. Well, you know what my camera. You know my. You know what my phone does that that's that's kind of cool. I don't know if yours. If the iPhone does is where you you can take a picture of somebody and it takes a picture of you at the same time and overlays it in the corner. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like I take a picture of you, and then like as a little postcard in the corner is a picture of me. So instead of getting together and taking a, so here we are at breakfast, I can just like take a picture of Bobby and be like, click, here we are at breakfast, here's me, and here's Bobby at the same time at breakfast. So all it is really is saying that this picture was taken at the same time. That's really all, that's really all it is, <laughs> which I don't know why that's really important. But I don't you know, know. that's 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 the really, possibilities that's are endless. Well, so <laughs> so what else is going on, man? Oh, that's about it. I, you know, I, so I do want to talk about real quick. I shot a wedding uh, recently, and our good good uh, good friend Savannah Butler came. Yeah, she's the best, and she assisted me. Now, and and I do believe, if I'm correct, the very next day she shot a wedding with you. She stayed at our house and was with us for like. 10 days helping us with all of our work that week that was hell week we did a whole instagram stories of me and savannah going from job to job she but did ama- she but did she help you shoot a wedding yeah she did she shot a wedding with me so she shot a wedding with me and then the very next day she shot a wedding with you That's and correct. i would love to be able to fly on the wall when she gets back home and discusses with her husband the differences of shooting with me and you she would um, never be honest to both of us. She would just be like, oh, you guys are great. But I would, I would wonder if there was much of a difference. No, I think she would be totally honest. She would tell you exactly the difference. <laughs> no, she told you. Oh, she she's care. very nice. I don't think she would. I don't think she'd be like, hey, well, Bure, you're a little pushy compared yeah. to Bure. Or, you know, or, but I don't think that's going to come out. I know. I shot, I shot the, and that was my second to last wedding. I've only got one more wedding on the books, and she shot the second to last wedding I'm going to shoot with me because we've stopped booking weddings because we're busy with the commercial stuff and the headshots and um, – and it was uh, it was a really great wedding. It was for longtime clients, and it was really fun. And I shot some of the coolest images. I did some really neat stuff. I was really proud of myself. I pulled some cool ones out of my ass. It was really neat. And um, so she didn't know about the game because she's never – have you ever done this? Whenever I have a job and I have a second shooter, what I'll do is I'll take a picture, and then I'll show it to them, like how good it is. And then they'll take one and show me how good they did. And then it becomes a back and forth, like who gets the more creative right. or clever shot. You know, right. I do this all the time. And so, like, I kept showing her 
Here I got a good picture. She'd be like, I hate you. <laughs> and I go, why aren't you showing me any pictures? Show me some of your pictures. She goes, I didn't know this was a contest. I said, it's always a contest. It's always a contest. Every day, every photographer all over the world, it's a contest. Here's what happened to me uh, when I was shooting with Savannah. And this happened uh, two different ways, both of them bad. First of all, we go to the venue. And they're setting up, and and the uh, the picture of the uh, there where they're getting married, the altar area, and it's it was in that it was in the Tampa Fire Museum, where the fire firemen's museum. Oh, I thought it was like there's just a museum no. of fire, just a <laughs> no, just, perpetually burning no. room. Mm. Just a museum of firefighters museum, Tampa Firefighters Museum, I guess is what it's called. And so they had done this. We've kind of never seen this. They had taken this giant piece of paper, like butcher paper, but twice as wide. So they ran it down from the ceiling and and out. So they're standing on this big piece of paper and then written on the piece of paper in cursive were the lyrics to Wonderwall, <laughs> which I'm guessing means something to them. I, I suppose. I didn't know that was a particularly romantic song. Or I, 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 to be honest, I've never really paid much attention to the words. So now I'm, you know, maybe it is. But I guess to them it was. It was Wonderwall and one other song. I don't remember what it was. Um, I'm Googling what does Wonderwall yes, mean right look up, now. Look up the lyrics of Wonderwall. So... So when I so I get there just to get to the venue early and I'm checking everything out and so I snap a few pictures you know I'm not on the clock yet but I'm like oh let me snap a picture of that and snap a few pictures while there's no one here so then when I get to the bride's hotel which by the way it's called the La Meridian Hotel and it's in what used to be the Tampa courthouse so I think you, and you might have seen the picture I put online this is a hotel that the front of it looks like the Capitol building it's yeah. you know the huge Gothic columns and it's really cool so I go there and. Her one of her bridesmaids is a, a girl whose wedding I shot several years ago, so she knows me very well. And she pulls out her phone and she's like, "Oh, here's a. Did you see the setup of, of, of the altar and everything?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah." She goes, "I took a picture of it. Here's the picture I took." And she shows me the picture she took on her phone, converted to black and white. And instantly, I know that it's better than the picture that I took when I was just there <laughs> ten minutes ago. <laughs> instantly, I'm like, "Oh, oh no." You know, because you can't have you can't have a guest at the wedding showing the bride a picture that's better than the one that you took. So you smashed her phone right away. No. So when I got there later, I made it a point to take it again to try and make it better. But the problem was there was sunlight coming in and throwing a blast of light across one portion of the paper, and that light was not there when she took her picture. So and, and I, told her, I told her, I said that picture is actually better than the one I took, you know. And so then I went and looked real quick. I went and looked at my picture. Why is that? And I looked. And I was like, oh, there's a, there's a sunbeam that's hitting this white paper, that's ruining it a little bit for me in this one spot. And that's why hers is, is cleaner. It's a cleaner shot. Uh, so then later, though, I did try to get a better shot than hers because I'll be damned if you're going to beat me. So that's that's the first time. The second time is after I get home and I'm looking at the images. And I'm shooting the, the groom and all of his boys there in front of the building. And I've got them all posed cool, you know, like a boy band. And I'm shooting them and everything's great. And then I get Savannah's images. And Savannah, while I'm doing that, had decided to, and it was natural light, had decided to shoot them, but to shoot them from like ground level. So now they're towering up and they look really cool and badass. And I'm like... That's a better picture than mine. Did Damn. she outshoot you? <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> On that particular shot. Because when I was doing it, it was, I'm waiting for the bride to come down for the first look. So I know I'm going to shoot them again around the corner in front of the Gothic columns and everything. But 
I don't know if you're like me. I don't like to just be standing. I feel like I'm not earning uh, that people are going to judge me if I'm not always if I'm standing there with people and I'm not doing something. So I'm like, hey, let me shoot you guys real quick. So I put them together. So in my mind, I'm just shooting. This is just a backup picture. This is a picture I'm shooting of, of the groomsmen in case for some reason something happens and I can't get it later in the location I really want. This is just a backup picture. But Savannah, she's free to do whatever the hell she wants. And so she's like, oh, well, let me try shooting it from this angle. that, And it actually turned out being the picture of the groomsmen that I like the most out of everything that I shot. Hmm. And, and while it's great to have a second shooter who does that, it's also depressing to you when you're like, oh, oh, they got the better shot than me. That's why you have them, man, because I'd rather get the shot that the, that's going to be best for the yes. couple than, than have me get it all the time, you know? Well, in the course of a day, it's, they're, they're going to get something better than you. Well, you don't know. worry. You can put it on your blog because legally you own the images. That's right. Listen, yeah. have you had that problem? <laughs> have you ever had that problem where like you're 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 putting pictures on your blog and they and they've got your logo on them and you're like, but this one was shot by my second shooter and you feel I won't do it on Facebook. If I put it on Facebook, I will always say Savannah shot this. I'll tag her. But on my blog or whatever, no, it's a Ray Perry photography image. Right. It's not you know. No, you know. I mean I'll usually pepper in my second shooter, but you know I I lean on mine a little more heavily. But I don't. It's it's the company, you know. So I don't t- I don't have a real like moral dilemma about it or anything like that. But I do use mostly mine when I have a second shooter. But that's well, just there is I'm no a- moral. There's there's no moral dilemma. It's it's a it's a personal hang up if you have it. I mean you you go to moral norm and the, the, if you go back in the it wasn't moral norm and that's cosmetics. Olin Mills. <laughs> yeah, Olin, yes, yes. Yeah. Moral say, norm. Oh, yeah, the picture would say Olin Mills on the corner and Olin Mills was not the guy who took your picture. <laughs> right, exactly. You didn't go in to get your picture taken and there's Olin. Hey, there he how you is. <laughs> you take by the ghost of Olin Mills himself. Yeah. Ooh. Right, exactly. All right, listen, we need to wrap this thing up. But do you, you got stuff coming up, right? Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow morning, and this will be, I think this podcast will come on a Monday. So when this comes out, I will actually be in Vegas at WPPI. Oh, and be, wow. Yeah, I'll be judging the competition, and I'm doing a demo in a booth um, there. So I, I'll be there for till Wednesday. Should be cool, and I'm looking forward to uh, I've never been, so I'm pretty excited to go check it out, as a matter of fact. I think what's, really the, what's the demo in the booth thing that you're doing? Uh, I'm just doing a demo for uh, photogenic lights. I'm doing like a headshot demo in their booth, so it should be pretty fun. So uh, that'll be at the, on Wednesday at 1 if you happen to be in Vegas at 1 p.m. in the trade show at the uh, Promark Brands booth. I will be there doing a demo. I'm going to do something with gels. I've been playing with gels a lot lately, and I'm digging it. So I'm just going to do like a demo with a beauty dish and gels. And, you know, and I'm going to get a really gorgeous model that you could totally not screw up, you know. So right. <laughs> makes, makes it a lot easier. I'm going to throw myself a softball. Nay, I'm going to throw myself a tee ball. I'm going to put the ball right on the tee, and then I'm going to knock it out of the park that's 20, that's 20 feet long. That's it's going to be my uh, – and then everybody's going to go, ooh, ah, look how great. It'll be like, seriously, uh, anybody could have done this. That was the easiest thing in the world. But, yeah. but I, just want, I, just, I just need the attention so bad. I will be uh, in Minneapolis-St. Paul on the 2nd of April. Uh, talking there and uh, teaching at their state convention. So if you're oh, up in that nice. area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, go to mnppa.com. I don't think I'm on the website yet, but I'm sure if you go there, you better find all the information about the whole deal. I'll be in Tallahassee at uh, the Tallahassee the local uh, TPPG there, uh, speaking on the 7th of April. And then coming up in June, I will be at the Mississippi-Alabama convention, which is uh, PPMA at Lake Point State Park Resort. And this is going to be horribly bad. Ufala? Alabama, Ufala, <laughs> Uvala. You, you get Alabama? the most. You get the most glamorous gigs. You know. I don't know. It's it's. You tell me. It's E U F A U L A. 
I don't know how they would say it at Alabama. I know I would say Ufala probably. Ufala. Anyway, anyway, I'm, uh, that, just go to PPMA and you'll be able to find the information. So if you're Mississippi, Alabama area, come there. We're going to be doing uh, five minute photography and uh, teaching how to take a picture in five minutes or less, which I just recently did in Orlando, as a matter of fact. And it was great. Really enjoyed it. I sharpened the saw. All right, let's wrap this thing up. You can find us online at facebook.com slash photobombpodcast. You can find us at photobombpodcast.com. You can find my group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash ProphotoTalkWithBooRay. You can send us questions and comments and concerns at questions at photobombpodcast.com. And I think that's about it, right? Yeah, that's it, man. All right, we'll see you next week. See you later.